Welcome one and welcome on to another episode of He Is No Expert. I am he, he is me, I am your host, D.L. Snowden. We are happy to have you along for the ride. We thank each and every one of you as always for joining, for listening, for sharing, for liking, for just taking time out of your day, out of your life to be with us. We understand that we could not and would not do this without you. So for you, we say thank you. We're doing a part two. This season, we've been asking questions. In the last episode, we asked the question, what did you say? So we're doing, what did you say? Part two. The first conversation had to do with how we spoke to ourselves and changing and altering and transitioning our vocabulary and verbiage that we say within our interpersonal conversations. And now we want to talk about what do we do with what people say to us. Say, stay tuned for the episode. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. Our word of the episode is circumlocution. Circumlocution is a noun spelled C-I-R-C-U-M-L-O-C-U-T-I-O-N. It is simply defined as this, using a multitude of words when fewer words are needed with the intention of being vague. So you use a lot of words to say something you can say with the little words just so you can be vague and elusive. Circumlocution is our word of the episode. On the last episode, as I said in the intro, we talked about how we speak to ourselves. Positive conversation is important. We started the episode by quoting this scriptural truth that said the power of life and death is in the tongue. If that is the case, that means that everything we say to ourselves has one of two polarizing effects. It is to bring life or it is to cause or bring about the end result of death. I say to you today, if you must choose between the two, my dear friend, sister, brother, and loved one, choose life. The same thing is true about the communications then that come into our ear. We understand the communication over 65% or majority of it is nonverbal. So not only what you say to me, but your posture, your tone, your tenor, all of that speaks and communicates something to me. And that something is either life or death. So it is important for us and imperative for us to know and be able to distinguish between that which was intended to edify and magnify us and that which was meant to kill, destroy, and leave us denigrated and degraded. That is the great challenge of life, to understand what we hear and then truly exegete what was meant by the speaker. All of us in this life understand that there are some folks who have spoke to us who have absolutely said the thing that we needed when we needed to hear it. We were downtrodden. and we were low. We were thinking that our value was not valuable. But then somebody said 
whispered in our ear, said in a passing communication, saw us or left a message in our DM or inbox and said, it's because of you that my life was made better. It is because of what you did, the action you shared, the character that you exhibited that I was able to make it, that I chose this particular path or way to maneuver. We've also heard the words that have caused us to feel less than, caused us to feel like giving up, and the choice is ours. The funny thing about words, as I said, is they are polarizing. They are often to give us life or to and bring death. And the funny thing is, sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes somebody will say something to you and the words seemingly sting you like a smack upon your face. Sometimes folk will say stuff to you that doesn't make sense at all, but later down the road, it makes sense. I never forget listening to my parents and grandparents and those who had a hand in helping me to develop into the person that I am. And it really didn't at the time when I was young in my youth make sense. But as I lived and experienced this thing called life, I've taken their words, their messages, their mantras to heart, and it truly has rung true time and time again. On the opposite end of the spectrum, I never forget standing in my sixth grade classroom with my teacher. And again, I've always been kind of a humorous, you know, convivial person. And she pulled me aside and said, you're not going to amount to much. You're too silly. You talk too much. I don't think you're going to make it. Well, even statements meant to bring death, meant to diminish, meant to demean you, can be fuel if you take it in the right context. I took those horrendous lemons that she hurled at my destiny, and I squeezed every ounce of the juice and added a little sugar to them, and guess what? I'm still here. And the greatest part of that is I'm not finished yet. I would love to tell you that in this life, people will say great things and things that will breathe life into you. I would love to say that every affirming statement will feel good to your spirit. But what we understand, even in the medical world, is if you fall and break your arm, oftentimes the remedy and rectification of such thing will cause pain. But the pain is only a temporary thing for your greater good. Sometimes words will hit you square in your chest like Mike Tyson in the first round, but those things are meant to edify and improve you by and by and after a while. And the words that were never intended to bring you life, take those, scrap them up, and prove every syllable, consonant, and vowel wrong. For what I know of each of us is that God intended us in this way. 
that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. That his will for us is that we prosper as our souls prosper. And if anyone is speaking anything opposite or contrary to life to you, change the station, but take even those words as ammunition to continue to live and be better. I would love to tell you on this platform that you could censor what folks say, that you could have your friends and loved ones always be those who are encouraging and uplifting to you. But we know who've lived on this wonderful earth that that is not the case. So we take the bitter with the sweet, the sugar with the you-know-what, and we use all things to better us. We take the doo-doo and we make manure, put it in the garden and grow the prettiest flowers. We take the lemons and we make lemonade, and we take the life comments, statements, and we live. What did you say? No matter what you say to me, if God be for me, he is greater than any man against me. I love the statement that is often said by Hezekiah Walker. He says this. He says that because God is the greatest power, we can never be defeated. People will say wonderful things to you and crazy, asinine things to you. So we as people who know better ought to do better. We ought to speak to our children who are growing and developing and maturing things of life, things of hope, things of expectation. The sky is not even the limit for them. And when we see others doing otherwise, Let's admonish them as best we can. And if we can, speak life in that situation. What did you say? And what you have said to you absolutely matters. Not only your interpersonal conversation, but what words are said to you. I thank you for listening to this podcast. And I pray that you would continue to be someone. This is a takeaway. This is your homework to continue and be intentional about speaking life. Because what we know is this, as much good as we do, as many good things as we say, as many life-affirming things that we say and do, there will always be a force active in this earth that will speak to the contrary. So make it your mission, make it your homework, make it your agenda, make it your goal, your aspiration to speak life as often as you can. Thank you for listening. Be well.